Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on the topics we are discussing. So if you have somebody nearby to listen with, please do that. If not, enjoy anyways. Enjoy. Yes. And before we jump into what we're going to do today, you guys know how this goes. We're going to give you some reviews so that you know what other people think of the show, so that you know what to think of the show, because what they say is what goes. If you haven't reviewed, then you should go, which you can do on Apple Podcasts. Go leave us a rate and review. Be honest. We don't care which direction it helps people know about the show and whether it's for them or not. Your feedback helps them help other people know whether they want to listen to us or not yeah go do that yes. after this yes okay the first one is from mound house dude there's something here for most as my title suggests there's something in this podcast for most people the show is random thought-provoking and often quirky and the stream of consciousness style format is as disarming as it is philosophical I gotta admit, I didn't get it when I first listened to the show, but understanding that it is meant to be a philosophical experiment for your ears helps go a long way in making the show enjoyable. I'm honestly not sure if there is enough here for me to come back to again and again over the long term, but I'm enjoying it now. You should check it out. Although there is a chance I've completely missed the point of this audio experiment, so keep that in mind as well. I love that level of honesty. Me too. Yes, we wow. don't often get somebody being critical, and I totally enjoy He wasn't crazy critical, but he's honest. And I definitely respect that. The show is definitely not going to be for some people. It is random and chaotic, but there's so much here. It's for most people, like he says. There's a little something yeah. for everyone. Even he found something he liked to listen to. Even if he's not sure, he's still giving it a try. Yeah. Yes, that's the magic here. The next one is from Moonrock. Oh, wow. Just a conversation? Or is it? The title would lead you to think this podcast is just a conversation between Christina and Jack. And that's accurate on the surface. However, everything from the subjects covered to the honest and creative thinking of the hosts compels you to challenge your thought processes and dig deeper into what reality of the world is. Just don't dig too deep, or you might reach those reptilians at the center of the earth. I would recommend subscribing and following this stream of consciousness. Definitely, awesome. both these comments actually had that stream of consciousness uh, uh, word in there, kind of describing, or I guess phrase, a stream of consciousness phrase, describing that we're kind of just riffing off of one another, trying to build these thoughts and bring them back home. Ground humanity's most baffling ideas. Our own baffling ideas. Yes. Well, it's all topics other people have discussed. We, mm. we come in here with no real beliefs. We're just kind of playing at what other people believe and hopefully offending some people in the process. Mm -hmm. Yes. Anyways, what we're going to be doing today is discussing 
answering some of your submitted questions that we get on the social medias of the world when we post for questions uh, on Instagramo and on Facebook and in places places we post and you guys send us stuff so uh yeah thank you for the questions we're gonna be answering questions today based on apocalyptic events yes yeah all kinds of apocalypse yes yes anything related to apocalypse we post it on instagram which is the source we primarily enjoy getting questions from and we ask people to give us their names and their locations for every Q&A episode. And uh, we then answer the questions, and that was what we're doing today for Apocalypse. Awesome. Yes. So enjoy these questions submitted by strange individuals. Strange individuals? Probably. Let's go. Jaden Flowers from Columbus, Ohio. If you somehow knew the economy was about to collapse in two days... And money would no longer be of any value. What would you spend your money on to help you survive? Ooh, interesting. So what things would we use our money because it's going to be worthless? Yeah. As soon as the apocalypse happens, the money doesn't matter. So the, the economy is going to crash. Where would I go? I don't know. Cans. Cans? Ooh, buy a sh- Hoard them. And some seeds? Seeds. Yes. Oh, that Ah. makes perfect sense. Yeah. Entertainment as well. That's the only way to stay sane. You can't let yourself get bored either because then you're going to fucking off yourself. I think I have enough entertainment that I don't need to spend more money on entertainment. But presumably the economy crashes. People have no reason to go to work. Does power also dies. So things like video games and Netflixes of the world cease to work after some length amount of time. A certain amount of books, you can only go, you can only reread the same book so many times. I would say hoard cans, hoard seeds of all types, hoard water, and hoard books. Just buy all of it. Is it possible? How do people filter water after the apocalypse? That would be great. I don't know, just buy shit tons of gallons of water. That's good enough? Yes. Does water get old? Doesn't it get old in plastic, though? Buy a bunch of glass I mean, containers. it's gonna be a long time. And, I don't know. Mostly water. I think I spend most of the money on water. Most money on water. Cans, you need food. I do need food. Uh. And get, um, a grill. Get a grill. Because you grill. can... Yes, because the grill doesn't need power. And it doesn't need gas that are supplied by the city. All you need are coal rocks, light that, put something over it, and you can still cook. There's a small problem with that. Is like, um, if people become dangerous, uh-huh. you don't want them smelling your food. I don't know if how long it takes after the apocalypse that people turn on each other. I mean, the first, in, in the beginning, I'm sure there's no problem. Like, you have what you have, I have what I have, but... Eventually. Eventually, as it gets harsher. Yeah. It depends where you live, honestly. You think some places will stay peaceful? If I mean, you got to go to the woods when shit starts hitting the fan anyways. You need to be away from pop- large populations. Cities are a problem at the, when the world is ending. You don't want to be yeah. in large populations that are going hysterical. Oh, okay. You need to be clear. And if you're already in the clear, mm-hmm. have a grill because power doesn't matter. You can just make a fire in there, cook your food in there. But that will also, other people around your area will see that. And Well, if I guess... Go to a rural enough area. Okay. The point is to be somewhere where they can't smell it. Yeah. No, or see the smoke in the sky. 
What kind of... I don't know. What kind of... Gr- are you burning the forest with yes. your grill? What if you are? No. There's no, no freaking, like, smoke signal coming from your grill. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. I would say a grill. I would say canned food. You can even cook the canned food on the grill. Well, yeah. Yeah. Think about it. There's a can of beans. You mm-hmm. put... You strip out the, the paper around it with the labels or whatever after you opened it. Turn on the grill, put the can on top, close the grill. That gets super hot. Those beans get cooked. Now you open the grill, shut the fire off. You got cooked beans inside of a can. Yeah. Oh, and another thing you need for the winter time: coats. Get as much coats. I don't know. You don't from need reading like the road. Many coats. You need coats. You don't need many coats. You don't need many coats, but you just they need... get old. You think one coat is good enough? If you take care of it. Are you going just to? Just have like two coats. You don't need a crap ton of coats. Just get like two coats. So fair enough. Coats. And like you're not outside anyways. What if it's that type of apocalypse? No, like, it's, it's an economy crashing. Oh, yeah. It's just financial mm. collapse. Yeah. Which means you got to think of the things that happen with financial collapse. Yeah. Which are going to be people are going to stop working because there's no profit in doing it. Which means power is going to go out the window. Well, if you live in a small enough town, then hopefully no one goes, like, is dangerous. Solar panels. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, solar panels. Should you buy solar panels? I don't know if that's too much to waste because you need the food. And solar panels. Depends on how much money you have, too. Yes. So if you're, like, middle class, that a solar, like, having enough solar panels for it to be effective is too expensive, canned food, water, a coat, I guess, and a grill. Yes. The shoes, no. Okay, that's too much. But if it's like you're a little bit wealthier and your money's going to turn to shit soon, make a fortress, make walls, giant walls. You know it's going to collapse? Build walls. Solar panel your home. Strap it down. Build a moat. Build a moat. <laughs> yeah, man. With alligators. You got enough money, <laughs> but if you're looking at bare minimum, you are minimum wage. Just cans. Buy all the cans. Goya your way to survival. Goya. 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 Cheap cans. That's canned food? Yeah. Mm. Goya your way to survival. Okay. It's the way to go. That is. You're going to have to Goya all the way home. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Luca Thomas from Sheffield, UK. Would you rather be turned into a zombie or watch everyone you love get turned into one? Obviously, watch everyone I love turn into a zombie. Fuck them. How long will you live, though, alone? The world isn't alone. Just the people I care about. But, like, if everyone just turns into zombies and you're the last human... Then I'm living I Am Legend, and it also depends what kind of zombies we're talking. You forever? I mean, not forever, but until you die, naturally? Yeah, if it's like Walking Dead zombies, and there's no human threats, easy peasy. If there's still power somehow, I'm gonna go just, like, do whatever the hell I want. Won't you get bored and lonely? Like, no. any of those things no. happening? No. No, I have the whole world to myself. I can play every video game ever. You can't play video games. It depends if power is so active. And if I can make, I can go somewhere where there is like a, a, a water mill generating Ooh. power, mm-hmm. hook up a PlayStation 4, <laughs> and just scavenge cans and scavenge video games. I got oh. clean water because I'm already by the river yeah. that's moving water. So I have mm-hmm. water. I got canned food. I have electricity. I'm set. Yeah. 
Okay. I'm good to go. And on top of that, because there's nobody anywhere to bother me, I can slowly get seeds and stuff and in the surrounding ground, turn that into my farmland, plant yeah. stuff everywhere. Fruit trees, because those are just deal themselves. I don't have to crap to what them. What about the zombies? Who keeps them out of a farm? Oh, they have fences? Are they vegetarian zombies? I feel like it's way less threatening. Suddenly. You're the only food. Everyone wants you. They don't know where I am. They don't hear the things that are happening. I can have headphones. Hmm. Okay. My TV doesn't need to be blasting. Uh. Everything in my... I could block all my windows so there's no light coming in. They can't see anything. I got quiet little headphones and playing. <sighs> what about you? I have no idea. I would probably want to stay alive, but I don't know how long I'll live. But it'll be interesting, I guess. Let my loved ones die. No, that's so sad. I will mourn for them, though. I'm not that cruel like you. I will move on so quickly. I never said I was going to move on quickly. I just said I'd rather them than me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I guess I do, too. I'm not going to sit there and freaking be sad for the rest of eternity. I got to survive. Mm-hmm. We're playing video games. Yeah. Video <laughs> games and books forever. It's going to keep us alive. Yeah, man. That's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Annabelle Good from Lakeland, Florida. Would you rather escape the end of the world by living in space forever or escaping the end of the world by living underground forever? Interesting. This or that. Hmm. I don't like these choices. That's why they're proposed. So be in spit underground. Underground for sure. Space is risky stuff. Unless I'm space like some advanced risky. vessel. Yeah. Or if you're, like, on a planet that's, like, this planet, no. No, because you're not on a planet. You're in space. You're in space. Yeah, no. It's, yeah, you can't Here's survive the thing. long. Yeah, you're not going to survive long. That's really the problem. You have to be able to grow food wherever you are. And you have to get, like, when you run out of supplies. Then what? Then what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it has to be some crazy advanced vessel. And if that's the case, then fucking space. But if it's not, then underground. Then underground. Because at least I can come up from underground. And if I can't come up from underground, at least I can still gather supplies that I take underground with me. Or if the underground has like a waterfall coming into it or something, you know, like water source. Yes. And maybe that's you can get, helpful. maybe there's a river going through some underground kind of area where you can get fish and stuff and Ooh. clean water all at once. Mm-hmm. That's more interesting. Yes, mm. than fucking space. And then, that, I don't, I know, like, how long could you live out there before you run out of things and that's it? Yeah, how many, how much supplies could you have? Like, like let's say the International Space Station. Mm-hmm. So, how long can they survive before they need a, a delivery Air? of supplies? And let's say there's only one of them. So, there's usually, what, four people, two people or something like that? So, you divide it by however many... And now you have all those supplies for one person. So you'll last longer than the usual number of people up there. But also, you're going to run out of supplies in. And also what your body will go through. like Yes, because of the low gravity. <sighs> it's going to suck. Yeah, it will. It will most definitely suck. Okay. Randall Cassay from Vancouver, Canada. What is the most realistic cause of a worldwide catastrophe or apocalypse in the near future? The most realistic cause of a worldwide catastrophe or apocalypse in the near future? The flu. The flu. Isn't that what's killing people? Right yeah. Now? <laughs> some sort of, uh, definitely some sort of a pandemic. 
yeah. spread of some disease that we created because of too many vaccines and too little adaption physically. Yeah, we're not even really. Yeah, are we making it? We're, yeah, we're, we're making, making it, it by accident. Yeah, yeah, it's happening right now. Yeah, because the problem is we're fighting everything with vaccines, which means nobody's naturally building the immunity, but by fighting things with vaccines, the bug evolves. If we just fight it with our they bodies... They evolve quickly, too. Yeah, because they gotta evolve to fight these things that we're making quickly. They evolve as quickly as we're pushing the vaccines. If people had uh, more natural body defenses, then they would... The bug would slowly evolve because it's going to evolve no matter what but it would happen a lot slower and we would have time to adapt but because we're like jacking them up by jacking ourselves up yep. and our immune systems aren't actually this good but the vaccine makes it so it, we are and then the bug adapts to the vaccine not to us it's as strong as the vaccine or trying to be stronger than the vaccine. So one of these bugs hits a person who isn't vaccinated, that person's gone. So definitely you think that's the most likely. Yeah, global pandemic is the way it's going to go. It's going to be some super bug. It is. Some ultra bug like the like the super saiyan god of bugs. Yes. Yeah. It might be here. Yeah. It might already be here, who knows. Mhm. Holden Norris from Moreno Valley, California. Have you ever daydreamed about how you could survive a zombie apocalypse? Is thinking about that fun or scary to you? I fucking love. That's all you daydream about? Yes. I, that's my shit. I hope it happens. I hope it's not a pandemic. I hope like tomorrow the zombie apocalypse happens and i hope it's like slow zombies so that people are the main problem but there's still the cool obstacle of how am i gonna get in there there's too many zombies i love thinking about it i love thinking about finding a building to barricade i love thinking about how i'm gonna get supplies as it starts hitting the fan the beginning of the apocalypse that's so interesting to me and then adapting afterwards that's so interesting to me and about the odd people you're gonna run into and yes. be a party group how it's like survival is all you have in common so the weirdest groups of people come together to survive and they just have to tolerate each other because it's the way like the more the merrier or the less depending on who you're with and it's like finding places fortifying them making sure you trust the people you're around getting supplies um building a community all, all the steps Awesome, awesome, awesome. I love it so much. The thing, the books I read and the games I play are entirely based on apocalypses. That is 95% of it. So it doesn't really have to be zombies, though? Or that's really is the more the one you the want one the most, I or want you like the most, and that I like to think about is zombie apocalypse. Because let's be real, aliens show up, they traverse space, we're dead. If, yeah. if they're attacking, we're not winning. Mm -hmm. A fallout happens... There's no mutants. We're all just burned and dead. Yeah. You know? So, mm. like, zombie apocalypse. Like, vampire apocalypse? That's not even cool. We're not gonna win. That's not. Yeah. Only no, zombies okay. and they have to be slow. Like, 28 days later, we're already too far on the other end. We're not surviving. <laughs> mm -hmm. No one human is outrunning a thing that doesn't ever get tired. That is so horrifying. Yep. Do you ever have nightmares about zombies? No. You I've never even had dream? a freaking dream about a zombie. Oh. Actually, maybe one a long time ago. Was it? It wasn't a nightmare. It was just oh. a dream. Oh, okay. Like, even in dreams, I'm like, this is cool. What? I've had nightmares, probably. But do you like thinking about the zombie apocalypse? Mm, 
I don't know. I find myself daydreaming about not really apocalypse scenarios at all. More like Star Trek. Oh, space adventures and junk. But in reality, that's fucking horrifying. That's horrifying. Star Trek space adventures. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think about those horrible dilemmas they run into more like, like the, the easy good times. hey i just visited a planet and there's cool people here yeah yeah that's more fun and i don't know i think about people dying and that's scary i guess why do you think about people dying i don't know it's like watching a sad movie that you know you're gonna cry to because it's is it you think about people know. you know dying yes i have to prepare myself for anything <laughs> who are you preparing to be dead everyone fair enough especially in a zombie apocalypse but if you're like you have to think about it with them i guess and you're with them you're surviving and then the zombie gets him and then or her and how do you feel yeah well you have to the emotional part is very interesting to me you have to oh fascinating i think after the first couple of times you just have to naturally learn to just move on it's just like you can't always dwell on it forever yeah, I know that, but it's always the not like I'm losing everyone or anything in this daydream. It's just that one person, and it's probably my first time of losing that person or the a person that's close. I or mean, whatever. I'm sure it's the first time you're losing that person. Yes, if you lost that person more than once, maybe you're already a zombie, or he's already a zombie, and that's his second time. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know how that would work. He's a super zombie. He's a super zombie. Yes, or maybe he got bit by a human. And became a human from being a zombie. What if I hope that's the ending of a movie, and I'm sure it's really bad. I didn't watch that movie. <laughs> that's the secret to Walking Dead. Everybody oh. is running away when in reality they just have to bite the zombie first. Uh, that so was the cure. All no, alone. No. Human saliva. Oh, that's so horrible. That's horrible. Dylan Beasley. From Jackson, Tennessee. If civilization as we know it suddenly fell apart, how do you think most people would respond? Mass hysteria, chaos, murder, uh, pillaging. Everybody's going to raid everything. Everybody's going to fucking loot whatever. Yeah, I feel like there's real life events that you can look at of people reacting to things like that. Like... The when the what was it the year nineteen ninety nine or two thousand or whatever that people kill themselves. Yes, people just freaking out over the possibility of something happening. And yeah. something actually, if you were like, there's no government, the first couple of days are going to be fine. But then a crime gets committed and people are like, oh fuck, no cops are coming. And then the criminals are like, wait, no cops are coming. So then a crime wave suddenly starts happening, and shit hits the fan pretty quickly. Everybody's living in panic. Nobody wants to go outside. Once you run out of supplies for being inside the whole time, desperation pushes everyone outside all at once. Everybody starts killing each other for whatever they have. Whoever's left starts to think tactically, and it just becomes the road. Yes. Yes. You guys got to read that. I don't know if anyone's read that, but it's all good. Ah. And horrifying. It's so sad and gray. Ariel Mendoza from Hawthorne, Australia. What would you do if the news told you that a meteor was going to hit in one day? Holy shit. So a meteor is headed towards us. It's going to be the end of the world. Yes. 
Well, it depends on the size of the meteor. Because if it's like a, a small meteor, it's going to impact. I'm like, okay, whatever. Where's it hitting? Am I going to be close? Should I leave? So, depending on the size, maybe I just leave wherever the fuck it's going to land. Maybe it was big enough to do something. Right, because we're talking apocalypse. Well, it doesn't doesn't have to destroy the world. The question is, how drastically will it change the world for it to already be apocalyptic, you know? Hmm. So, if it's big enough for us to stay alive, but so uh, small enough for us to stay alive, but big enough for it to cause significant damage, that the world will just change as we know it. Step one find out where it's gonna land get as fucking far from there as you possibly can yes Two. set up for whatever catastrophe is gonna ensue whether it's gonna be tidal waves crazy storms fucking earthquakes that destroy giant buildings you have to be ready for all the possibilities that this thing is gonna bring with it upon impact There's also going to be a ginormous cloud of debris. If it's so big, it's going to impact and somehow disrupt the planet as a whole. Mm -hmm. There could be a giant cloud that gets risen of dust and particles that are getting... falls back down. Oh. Two problems happen. Some of it falls back down, but not all of it falls back down. And if it's a big enough rock, and if enough crap gets kicked up, that can get caught in the stratosphere and form a shell around the planet that blocks off some of the sun's light, which will lower the planet's temperature as a whole. And We're not surviving how, that. Oh, my It depends gosh. how much debris is up there. If it's completely blocked out the sun, the planet will freeze over a period of time. The planet has natural heat, mm-hmm. so that'll be fine. It'll still keep itself warm to some degree, but it's still going to be pretty bad. And but if that doesn't happen, I guess, well... Well, even if that did happen, we would need to prepare for, as the years go by, the, the temperature of the planet dropping, 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 dropping consistently. If it's a thin cloud that forms, we need to prepare for a small drop, but we also need to worry about what's going to be falling out of the sky. Because oh. it's going to be raining debris. Mm. The closer we are, the more. Potentially, if it's a big enough thing that it covers the planet. So hide in a basement and just wait for a few days or something? Well, no, because if it covers the whole planet, all of that's coming down little by little by little by little. So it could be raining debris for years. How? Yep. What do you do? How do you live? I don't know. With enough hopes, it's all small enough and burns up in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But then the toxic cloud of that debris is what's going to be a problem because it burns up, but it's still like there and it still exists. It's just coming down, burned up. This is pretty horrible. Okay, so then what? Okay, it's going to hit in one day. So we know we're going to die in one day. Then what? What are you doing? If if it's like it's the size of the planet and everything is going to cease. Yes. Um. Well. Because it sounds all horrible anyway. So. Step one confirm it's actually gonna hit before you do crazy shit because the news is wrong all the time (laughs) then you go out and like hey i've always wanted to kill a guy and then you kill a guy and then the meteor misses us and then you're in jail forever what would you personally do is that what you're (laughs) thinking like if look okay all all bets are off if it's really gonna hit us oh my god anything goes i'm gonna go murder someone like, who cares? What? People are going to be going crazy anyway, so I'm going to just off some. I'll find someone who's going to try to hurt someone else because they're going crazy because the meteor's going to hit us, and I'll kill that person. I'll call myself a hero. Fuck it. That is so sad. So I'll take a life. I also want to, like, torture somebody so somebody's going to have, like, a shitty hour. 
Oh my god! So I'm gonna catch somebody and then just torture them for a bit. Um, maybe rape people. I'm I'm Why? probably gonna be one of the bad guys, like a real bad. Per- I'm gonna do all the horrible things. Are they? Is it gonna be to people you know or strangers? What's happening here? Do we need to be worried? I'll lock everyone I know in some sort of box and then torch them. That's so horrible. They won't have to survive the. Uh, they won't have to live through the impact. No one's living through the impact, though. That's my point. They don't have to die there. They could die sooner. That's awful. On fire. No. Yeah, put them in a box and light them up. No, but I don't know. I would um, break a bunch of laws, do mad No. Oh, my God. Duh. Eat all the acid. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Have all the acid, all the DMT, and just die mad woke. So that when it hits, the moment it does... And I see the, 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 the impact coming, the explosion that ensues after the impact. Mm-hmm. My body starts disintegrating with it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to just be conscious in this right now. <laughs> and when my body disappears, because of how woke I am, my consciousness stays behind. And it's like, whoa, this is what being dead is like. <laughs> okay. But it's because of all the acid I had. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm just going to, hmm, I guess I'll get, like, loved ones and party with them. I don't know, celebrate it like it's a funeral. That's cool. But like a Mexican funeral or whatever. Movie style. People... Get some lawn chairs, sit outside, crack a couple of beers, yeah. and just talk as you watch it come. Yeah, without any murder or all those plans that you have. But why I mean, not? Like, wh- who's going to punish? What cop is going to give a shit? I don't know. But if there is a cop who's like, what if this doesn't succeed, even though it is going to succeed, but they okay, don't know great. what they believe? Then what's their plan? They throw me in jail? I don't know. They kill you? Fine. I was going to die in like a couple of hours anyways. Oh, okay. There's no <laughs> downside to anything. Yeah. yeah. The biggest downside is already on its way. Or you can take your acid and watch movies with my family or whoever I'm going to do whatever I'm doing with. Just drop all the acid. And then play Journey. Oh, or do that. Yeah. All the acid, play Journey, and die woke. Mm-hmm. That's how it's going to go. But if we, if it's not like instant impact and dead, and we are talking this kind of shell of, of light being blocked out. Yeah. And the earth slowly dropping in temperature. We got to get the fuck away from the impact zone. We have to find a fortified, strong enough place that could withstand consistent impact from debris that isn't so underground that tidal waves would drown it. You think you could survive, like, we'll survive it in this thing? I don't know. I don't know. We need supplies, perhaps, because that's also going to be another problem. As soon as something like that happens and people start losing their minds and going crazy, supplies start to run thin quickly. It's like when people prepare for a hurricane and they know they're going to survive, that they still rape stores. <laughs> that same thing, except you know shit's going down. Mm-hmm. So you have to think way ahead and sort of anticipate all that. And hide in a fallout shelter. Uh, maybe. Maybe a fall. It depends on the fallout shelter, because if it's a fallout shelter and tidal waves are coming, mm-hmm. like you're going to drown. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So there's a lot of planning that needs to happen. Mm. Maybe underwater would be the safest. If there's some sort of underwater base of some sort. A submarine? Is yeah. That safe? It depends. It depends. You need to be deep enough in the water that you don't get caught in a wave. Mm. You also need to be far enough that when the water shifts, yeah. your side shifts very little. 
Mm-hmm. You got 24 hours to figure out how far you're getting. Planes are off limit. Like, what? what's even the point? Everybody's going to have that fucking idea. What about space? How? I don't know. That's, Any- <laughs> but are those people in space going to survive? Yes, those people are probably fine. Unless the debris comes up in their direction. Oh, crap. Okay, never mind. So maybe that International Space Station isn't going to have a good time. No. But the people on the moon will survive. Yes. That makes perfect sense. Darren Morris from Birmingham, UK. If you're an atheist, what side would you pick if the rapture began, proving there was a god? Interesting. So the rapture happens... Thus, God, by default, must be real. I think I've heard my stance on this in the past very clear, which is, I would, based on how, the, like, the we're talking, like, biblical rapture Bible stuff, right? So... I think so. If that's the case, Jehovah, that God, is the right God for whatever reason. His plan, well, he sounds like the bad guy to me anyways, his plan is narcissistic as fuck, and it's like, everybody's gonna worship me forever. And we're going to do nothing but pray at me. And it's like, that kind of sucks. But also, we won't know sin. In other words, everything we experienced is erased forever. Because we can't know sin, and our life is of sin. I feel like in either situation, you forget everything anyways. In hell? Yeah, if you're being tortured, wouldn't that, like, eventually, if it's forever, you forget what you've known, and all all you have is the torture... Like, that's it? That's interesting. But like, then the the punishment itself loses meaning. Yeah, but it's like you're still... You're in the same situation either way you go. Fair enough. Nothing I never thought of that. Nothing means anything. Yeah. It, yeah, you're right. Eventually. You're right. Nothing means anything. Regardless. After long enough. Plus, at the end of the day, even if you're getting... Eh, I guess freedom of will happens in hell, not in heaven. Because you get tortured for the rest of eternity. If you have the capacity of forgetting, then you also have the ability to adjust. Because change does happen down there. Yeah. So eventually torture doesn't feel like torture. Yeah, but you're still being tortured. And there's nothing to do but be tortured, I guess. So it's like you're still, you know, you're... You're still stuck doing the one thing forever. The one thing forever, yep. I like, see the problem. Like, n- neither of the things are going to be meaningful to you at all. It's yeah. nothing. So, no matter what happens, you sort of detach, ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, it's like death anyways. It's really pointless. Why I don't know is, what's the point. Yeah, why is there even an afterlife at that point? Yeah. That's interesting. I never thought about that. I always thought, like, you know, hell, at least I remember. But it's like, for how long? For how long? Yep. Because infinity... How insignificant is the blip of a human lifespan compared to infinity? Just the span of human life in the entire life cycle of life having existed on the planet, that's insignificant. That's already forgettable. To see a little amount of time we've been here is forgettable. Mm-hmm. Infinity is longer than our universe has been alive. How insignificant is a hundred years going to be? Yeah, so it doesn't really matter where you go. I wouldn't, but I guess for the question though, which one would you, which side would you pick? Would you still pick? I mean, I guess it doesn't matter now. I mean, I guess heaven because torture forever. Even though it's not going to feel like anything, like neither, like they're the same choice, pretty much. Yeah. Except 
it's gonna look different. But isn't Jesus building houses? What's that for? If we're always just gonna worship, there's so much I, conflicting. Maybe we do get to enjoy those houses, so I guess there is a little benefit. Like we're heaven. we're not gonna remember our lives, no. But maybe we'll have different lives. We'll care about these houses. I think that's the point. So materialism, ultimately, capitalism in heaven. Yes, or nothing. Or nothing. I guess I choose God's side. Yeah. So the rapture happens, I, I break down and I pray, God, Unless forgive you me. you pray and... No, but I don't understand because those houses aren't going to mean anything to you, will they? Like, you're not supposed to care. Yeah, you're not supposed to care about anything. Because you're singing or whatever you're doing. <laughs> I don't know. Singing to God for the rest of it's eternity. It's the same. Flip a coin on the day and then that's how we'll decide. Fair enough. Like, it is the same. It's just different roots, I guess. Yep. Plus, all the fun people are going to be in hell, so you at least get to have fun being tortured. No, not really, because you're just being tortured. Yeah, unless they're letting you, like, have torture parties and you're hanging out with other people and talking conversations while you're being tortured. But you don't care because the torture means nothing at this point because it's been long enough to not care. I don't even know. This is complicated. (laughs) It basically, man, even hell doesn't matter. Nothing matters. No. Not only does this life not matter because we're going to fucking die and it's going to go away. But the afterlife, if there theoretically was one, wouldn't fucking matter either. No. Nothing matters. No. Well, this was very sad. Thank you for this question. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Whoa. Logan Norton from Persephone, New Jersey. What's the most effective long-term zombie killing weapon? Ooh, more zombies. Um, Who doesn't love zombies? A sword? A sword? Michonne your way through it. Because you need something that's ranged, mm-hmm. but can't run out of ammo. That's true. Oh, a sword. A sword. A sword, or, a sword or a spear. A spear. Is that easier to find? Are these I don't things know. easy? But I mean, can... I guess it's not part of the question anyways. It's just the most effective. Long-term. Yeah, but if yeah, they would be relative. You just got to go to like a, a store where they sell weird things like that. You can find one of those easily. The power of Google. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have Google, though. You uh, just go to novelty stores and so Not novelty stores, but things that sell stuff like that. There's just... Pawn the, shops. Pawn they have shops, weird stuff. Just weird stores. There's stores that sell just things like that. You could find something. You could take the they trip. They last forever, those weapons? They'll get less sharp. You can hoard a couple of them and they'll last pretty Are long. Are to sharpen? Yeah. And clean, I guess. Is that part of taking care of them? I'm not really sure. Probably. I have no idea. But yeah, it's definitely a spear or a sword. Something sharp or pointy that you can put through the head of a zombie, assuming these are traditional zombies. Mm. And uh, yeah. A spear would be good, I think. Well, I think I, in the beginning, a sword, because I don't want to be anywhere near the zombie. A spear will also keep you far. But you could get closer, though, too, if you felt like it, can you, with a spear? No, a spear is, like, sharp at the tip. Oh, okay. But is there something then smaller that you could carry along? Like a, like a dagger? Dagger. When they're getting all old, if they, it's like Walking Dead, where they're all, like, hardly moving, they're stuck to the ground, and you could just... Nah, I would still never risk it. I find that ridiculous. I was, really? I would always have the on their, sword. Just uh, like stomping their faces. Nope, a hundred percent of the time using a sharp object. 
Forever? Forever. Okay. Like, the longest sword I can see that I can carry easily and effectively without getting, like, held back by its size or weight. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Ricardo Santos from Santa Clara, California. If aliens showed up to destroy the Earth and they chose you to be a representative in selecting five humans to keep alive and repopulate humanity, which five famous figures would you choose to survive? Hmm. Five I hate this. famous figures. Five because famous figures. An alien race has selected me to choose five people. I'm the representative. I choose five humans, famous people, mm-hmm. who are also to survive. And we're what is it? We're repopulating? Yeah. Is that the goal? Okay, so we're repopulating the earth. We need Five people. Yeah. We don't want crappy humans. No. So it can't be douchebags and dumbasses. They need to be intelligent, probably athletic. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Let's see. They need to. In, intellect, I guess, comes first. Or you can lie to these aliens, right? Right. You're a dude. You pick yourself. Right. And you pick four girls. And there you go. Yeah, but what if they all suck? Then well, I gotta you're not deal picking four sucky girls. You pick girls that you think are you're gonna like. Well, no, they they already the aliens already picked me according to this question. Yes, no, you to pick the five people. But I don't think you're part of the five. Oh shit, I'm not part of the five people to stay alive. Yeah, I would pick so me. Definitely obviously. you. Yeah, I'm super smart, guys. I'm super effective. I'm I'm the best specimen. <laughs> uh huh. Um, definitely a chick whose entire purpose is to serve me for all of eternity because we're repopulating so beyonce (laughs) she has no option Uh she's the garbo genes that just look good because who knows if she's smart or not but you're my property now i got to choose you belong to me because the alien said so alien said so so like it is what it is Uh so you have three more choices three more choices we need muscle power we need some, like to pass on good genes, but they need to be smart. I think scientists is a better way to go. So we would need to go to like prominent scientists. What are famous living scientists that would be useful, young, and fertile all like at the same time? <laughs> and you don't know any of those? No, because all the scientists I'm aware of are like old men, Neil deGrasse Tyson and Michio Kaku, and like these dudes bordering death. Oh. So, one of those women that you don't know who? Well, it has to be, I got to pick these people. I got to tell them exactly who. Mm-hmm. So, I guess scientists are out the window because I don't know any young scientists. Not that I can at least tell them about. So, mm. athletes, for sure, athletes. You know some athletes? No, Female but athletes? I would I would suggest like Amanda Nunez. Oh. Because that is physical peak specimen. Like, genes being passed from her, solid. Okay. Yes. So, that's three of us. I got two more people to go. Yeah. So, what do we need? We have muscle, we have my property, and we have me. Yeah. We still need (laughs) intellect. There needs to be somebody particularly intelligent. There's some movie actors that are pretty intelligent. Yeah, but you know what? James Franco. I'll take James Franco, because he's not just intelligent, he's also creative. And he's what, in like his 40s? He has time ahead of him. 
Okay. So that's pretty good. I was thinking like Natalie Portman, but whatever. Natalie Portman. But she's also roughly his age. The question is, is she like a genius? I don't know. Fair enough. If I'm going for the uh, the female, I would... Ch- you know what? So it'll be Natalie Portman, Beyonce, Amanda Nunez, myself. I got one more to go. Okay. You have beauty, bronze, brains. What are you missing? Um, I don't know. What else matters? Your favorite co-host? Your favorite co-host? Why would I keep you alive? I, don't I have know. you're not a celebrity. So, yes I am in the podcast world. <laughs> in the podcast world. <laughs> no, no, you're not making but, it. Oh, someone who can grow things? That's where the brains come from. Oh, okay. So I need somebody who has the capacity to sort of rep because we're repopulating. So we need yeah. somebody who could kind of bring some of those values with them. Mm. See the problem there? Yeah. So I don't know. I guess wokeness. Maybe Willow Smith. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's my collection. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Because also, all things considered, yes, but... No, it does make more sense to have one guy and many females if the goal is repopulation. Yes, but no. Yeah, because it was like, James Franco makes sense, but also, I want to live, and there should only be one guy. Why does there need to be one guy? Because you need more females that can reproduce. Because you're trying to repopulate. Three plus you and him. Mm. can share three girls. No. Because it's also better for the genes, the children having children with each other and stuff shit you're right so we need somebody who the first wave has to be impregnated by one then the second wave has to be impregnated by the other Mm -hmm. damn so i guess willow doesn't make it it's me and james franco (laughs) okay so it's me james franco beyonce amanda nunez and natalie portman i get them all pregnant first he has to fuck my children Ow, okay. Sucks, but it's the way of... He can't pregnate them, too? He's not allowed to? Here's the thing. We need to know whose kids are who so that we have the least mixture of genes happening. Okay, so he pregnates your kids? Yes, and then I gotta impregnate their kids. Oh, my... What kind of... Until it's divided enough that Uh the crossing doesn't cause gene mutations. Okay. So it's just, we need to divide it enough so that, like, there's a big gap. Hopefully that works. Mm -hmm. By, like, the fifth generation, they can interbreed because they're different people. Mm -hmm. So that's my collection. What about yours? That's great. I don't know. For famous people, man, famous people suck. Yep. I was thinking of just me, and I'll take two little boys and two little girls from an orphanage, and I'll raise them and hope that they could do something. It would be like that movie, Mother. Is it mother? That's yeah. an intro. You see, you took it some whole other way. I didn't even consider that. That's actually really smart. Mm-hmm. Raise them all. But you have to know all the things. You have to make them athletic. You have yeah. to make them learn like tradition. It's because you're repopulating. The point mm-hmm. is to recreate humanity. Yeah. Yep. So Hopefully you- I could do it. Yeah. They don't know I can't do it. I'll do my best. I'll wing it. That's crazy. Like they didn't say, or you'll will kill you like that what's the point yeah, of keeping yeah, yeah. us alive so fair enough fair enough like would they know if i was being successful or not i don't know i don't know 
I don't know what bar they'd use to measure it. Yeah, so that's my choice. <laughs> Yasmin Banks from Baltimore, Maryland. Artificial intelligence turns on us. All electronics are dangerous. You run away into a forest to survive and only have time to grab three things. Which three are they? Whoa. Okay. Whoa. So we're running into the woods. Technology's turning on us. No technology could come with us. Yes. No cell phones. No cell phones. <laughs> no nothing. I would take an extremely long book. What? An extremely long book. That's Why? one thing. Entertainment always matters. You okay. need to keep your sanity. People All go right. crazy with boredom. Second, I would take a... What do you call it? Those little multi-tool knife things? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like a utility knife thing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I would take a, a hand filter. A what? A hand filter. It's like a pump. You throw water in, you do the, you like pump it, and it comes. Or you know what? Not even. I would take a pot. A pot. Oh, okay. Yes. Survival at its finest. Ooh, I'm going to take those two of your things. <laughs> the last two things. What were they? Um, the, the utility knife the, and a pot. Yes. And the third one is going to be a map. A map? What does a map... I don't know, because I don't know anything, or, like, maybe a map is a bad idea. Could you even use a map? I will take a, a survival book. Interesting. See, that's something good to take. That's yes. I, I'm still taking a book, so a yeah. survival book could definitely work. That will be my book. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> like, I mean, it should have things to help me figure it out, right? How yes. to survive the forest or yes, any yes. type of situation, so hopefully... Yes, interesting, interesting. <laughs> Lawrence Ritter from Liverpool, UK. It's the year 2000, New Year's, and Y2K happens. All electronics stop functioning. Chaos in the streets. What steps do you take to survive? I guess the moment chaos happens. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, my phone stopped working or something. It doesn't matter. Then again, it was two, the year 2000. We didn't have phones, so I'm, I'm playing my Nintendo 64 or some shit, and then it's like, the power went out. I guess there's a blackout. But then, like, day two comes through. It's like, oh, this blackout's lasting. A week goes by. People are getting panicked. It's like, what the fuck is going on? I guess, like, a week or more in, shit starts getting funky. People start attacking people. People start getting crazy. Not necessarily attacking, but looting starts and crazy shit like that. Because mm -hmm. nobody even knows it's Y2K. They think, oh, yeah, you know, what are the odds? It's just it happened at the same... But then again, we already heard about... Everybody's paranoid about it, so maybe people just believe it. Yeah. yeah. So then, yeah, shit hits a fan. Barricade your home. Why? You just need to outlast the initial madness. Yeah. Then you can go get supplies. Mm -hmm. So my first thing is barricade home and try to be as small and insignificant as possible for as long as I could survive before starvation. Leave a week or two between starvation after I run out of supplies so that one, I have the motivation to find supplies. And two, it's been so long that maybe the area is clear. Oh, but if there's chaos in the streets at the moment, what do you do to avoid the chaos? I don't know what chaos is, but like... Barricade yourself inside. That's the goal. Barricade the home. You don't have to go out. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll do that too. 
I don't know what else to do. Like, if there was some craziness going outside, I'm not going to join. Bring all the stuff you own to a single room so there's too much garbage. Hide them. Uh, put it all around the bed, and then you hide under the bed with the food and stuff. And just Ooh. outlast it there, and anybody who comes through, they're like, this place has already been raided. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm going to do that. That's yep. such. That's a great idea. <laughs> you have to outsmart the competition. Whoa. Sage Rojas from Jamaica, New York. In the event of a zombie apocalypse, what would your hand weapon of choice be? Sword. The sword. Yes, I'm going with the sword. I don't know. But there, if it was some item that we actually have, I don't have a sword. I have a dagger. Oh. And I actually have a sword. Okay. What do I have? <sighs> I don't know. I have a dog. Maybe she could attack people. Kitchen Zombies. knife. Kitchen knife. I'm taking the kitchen knife. Take the big one. Swing it. Yeah, I'm going to tape it to my mop or... um. My broom. There you go. Hopefully, my aim. Uh, I have to practice aiming. Not only that, <laughs> you could put a, a, a tiny weight enhancer on the tip of the knife so that it has a little more weight when you swing it. Oh, yep. That's what I'm doing. Makeshift weapon. Okay, now let's have a quick lightning round because we're running out of time here. Go through some of these other questions. All right. Dimas Ortiz from Harrison, New Jersey. Would mutants similar to Fallout the game happen after a nuclear disaster? No, we would all burn up in a nuclear explosion. Yeah, death. Connor Leah from Woodstock, Virginia. How would you so How would we solve the apocalyptic overpopulation? Damn, that would have been a great question to have before. Apocalyptic overpopulation. Start murdering people. Make a system that gets rid of the elderly because they are the ones who need to be around here the least. And uh, you have to choose a single individual. Every family only gets one kid or something like that. Well, um, stop having children. That's not going to help it. Yep. I don't know. Andreas Glover from Fort Worth, Texas. What items besides a weapon would you need to carry with you to survive an apocalypse? Always will say entertainment is so important. When you have downtime and nothing to do, you already planted all your trees, you already planted all your food, you've already taken care of all the necessities and whatever place you're hunkered down in, what do you do? Sit and fucking wait to die of boredom? No, you need something to keep your mind engaged so you don't lose it. Books. Books. And if you're with people, board games. Yes, board games. Carlo Douglas. Fair enough, before you move on from that question. What? A car, uh, a stack of uh, spades. You know, Ooh, a deck yeah. of fifty-two. You can carry yeah. that in your back pocket, and whenever you're by yourself, you can play solitary. Oh, that's that nice. is a great way to just kill time. Mm -hmm. Carlo Douglas from Toronto, Canada. Are we technologically advanced enough to produce vaccines for a quickly spreading global pandemic? Assuming we knew the antivirus, we are not. We Even didn't. if we knew the antivirus? Yes, like, we don't have the, the resources to the, mass produce them. We can make a lot of vaccines in short times. We yeah. can't make global numbers of vaccines in short times. Not with all the money in the world. So we have to pick and choose places? We ultimately have to pick and choose places. Ow. In a small amount of time, we can make a lot. But the small amount of time is still weeks to months. If it's like, we need this by the end of two or three days. So the places making it are probably the places that are first going to be Yes, cured. it's going to spread outwards. Yeah. 
Oh, that's so sad. Esther Col- Gonzalez. Esther Gonzalez from Miami, Florida. How will the growing carbon emissions begin an apocalyptic event? They're going to increase the temperature of the planet and give everybody cancer by removing the shield we have from radiation. Whoa. Well, yep. So everything cancer? is going to boil off little by little. Uh-huh. And we're losing Canada? No, sorry. We're losing California right now, I think. Yeah, California and the Amazon. Well, Kai Serona from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. If a zombie plague were to start right now, where would you hold up? If it started right now, I'm holding up right where I am. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yes. If we see it on the news and it's like across the country, looking for a place. We're looking for a place to start. Uh, But how do we look? Like, do we get in a car? Do we bike it? (laughs) It also depends on how many people know. And how many people, yeah. Yeah. So if it's quiet outside, we strategically, you know, take our time, find the place in somewhere in the woods. Mm. Rob a couple of stores while it's night, disappear into the woods. Robbing stores? We need supplies. We're going to be in the middle of fucking nowhere waiting the shit out. Mm. But if people are going crazy, then we stop where we are, we barricade everything where we are, and we just try to survive for as long as possible. As soon as it's quiet, we make our run. Yes. Anyways, the rest of you are screwed because we're not going to answer any more questions. But thank you to everybody who did submit. And thank you for those questions. They were great questions. Those were great. Especially the zombie ones. Of which there were many, many. But they were all pretty good. Yeah, they were pretty good questions. And awesome. I love when people submit. If you want to send us questions when we're going to record one of these episodes, we post earlier in the day. So that you can send us on Instagram. You can find it on the Instagram posts at Just Convopod, And you can find it in the story. Either or you can send us. You make sure to send us your name and your location with your question. And uh, for other episodes like these with questions that we answer awesome things that you guys send us, uh, you can find us, like I said, at Instagram. But also Facebook and Twitter at Just Convopod. You can also find the podcast on the official website at graythoughts.info, on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Yes, and remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show, and we'll read it at the beginning of the show like you guys heard. We'll talk about your comments, whether good or bad. We don't care. We're just going to put your... It helps people. Anybody... It helps. It helps everybody. It helps everyone. Yes. Yes. And let someone who might like the show know about it. Yes, that goes back to the comments. Word of mouth helps. So you telling somebody about the show will also let them know whether or not they want to listen to a show like this, where we're just doing kind of random nonsense, having discussions, and just playing with our thoughts. Mm -hmm. So it definitely helps to tell them. It helps to leave a comment. It helps to... It's just more information. Basically, you want to provide as much information for other people. Yes. This has been... The Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal. And thanks for listening. Bye. What does that have to do with a pita?
Well, Peter, we have to go to the next extreme. If the Bible study is secretly a cover for touching children, mm-hmm. then safe havens for animals are covers for fucking animals. No. Yeah, they're just fucking animals. Or maybe they're those people. You know, there's so much like Satanist stories where they're using blood and. You think whatever. it's a it's a tr- it's a like a like a con? They're tricking people into release the animals, give them to us, yeah. we'll keep them safe, and then they sacrifice the animals anyways for Satan. Yes, definitely. I, guess. I totally. That makes so much more sense. Good morning. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor, and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Nitrum, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.